it's a blunt question and it's a personal question. And it's a question from the UK from a listener named Tim who asks this, Pastor John, my question is simply this, is John Piper happy? You're clearly convinced biblically by Christian hedonism and have shown so helpfully over the many years how pursuing enjoyment in God brings him great glory. But how has this worked out in your life experience? How much of your Christian hedonism rests on the hope of the future and being glorified with Christ? Bottom line, are you happy right now? I have asked this question to myself many, many times, not only because I have written so much about the importance, indeed, indispensability of being happy in God, but also because the Bible simply says to John Piper, rejoice in the Lord, John Piper. And again, I say, rejoice. It's not a matter of mere personality, as Tim points out. It it is a command of Scripture. So I take up the question, not because I feel any external constraint coming from one of our listeners, but because I live with the question all the time, because I live with the Bible all the time. So, before I answer, and I will give a straight-out answer to the question, is John Piper happy now, ever? Uh, Before I answer the question specifically, let me mention the biblical factors that make the question more complex than a simple yes or no would indicate, even though I'll try to give one. First, there is the biblical reality that Christians are not only obligated to rejoice, but obligated to be sad, obligated to be sad. We are commanded to weep with those who weep, and I presume we're not supposed to be hypocrites when we do it. According to Romans 12, weep with those who weep, rejoice with those who rejoice. Therefore, Paul says in Romans 9, at the beginning of that chapter, that he has constant anguish, that is, he's weeping all the time, in some sense, in his heart, because of the lostness of his fellow Jews. And Peter says in 1 Peter 1, 6, that we are to rejoice even while being grieved through various trials, not just threatened by trials, but really grieved, feeling them as grievous, yet rejoicing. And 2 Corinthians 6.10 says Christians are, quote, sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, close quote. So, the first thing to be said about being happy in God is that in the Christian heart that is sensitive to the sorrows of the world, happiness will always be intermingled with sorrow. How this looks will probably vary from personality to personality, but In this fallen world, true spiritual happiness, that is, Holy Spirit-given happiness, will always be experienced as conflicted and not perfectly harmonious. That's certainly true for me, anyway. Here's the second thing that I need to say before I give my answer. Um, This tension between sorrow and joy is not merely attention, but a design by God to make our happiness deeper and purer. It's not like they're just in competition, but one of them is serving the other. Paul makes that so plain in Romans 5, 
3 to 4 that tribulation is serving our hope and and our joy it doesn't just combat our joy though it does that it deepens it and strengthens it and the third thing to say is that paul talks about a fight of faith and since joy and faith are interwoven inextricably the fight for faith is always a fight for joy. And that means uh, for the apostle and all the rest of us, there will be ups and downs as the warfare advances and recedes. Fourth, Paul teaches us that the ministry of the apostles, and I think by implication then the ministry of pastors and the ministry of churches, is to, he says, we work with you for your joy, 2 Corinthians one twenty four or Philippians one twenty five. I know that I will remain and continue behind for your progress and joy of faith. In other words, joy is a dynamic thing that not only requires our personal encounter with hope-giving promises in the Bible, but also requires our involvement with the church and with the ministry of the word that is designed by God to help us fight the fight for joy. And that goes up and down. So here's my answer um, to the question, is John Piper happy? Yes, I am happy. And yes, a huge component of this happiness is what Paul calls in Romans 5 to rejoicing in hope. In other words, looking beyond the present reasons for sadness, and they are sometimes overwhelming, which is why we have to do this, looking beyond the reasons for sadness now to the future reasons for joy when all the sad things will be set right. God intends for the, the promises of that future joy to penetrate back into the present and sustain us with measures of joy now in the midst of sorrow. But I, I would say also that all the failures of my life, I think, can probably be laid at the feet of failures to be happy in God. I think all my failures of fear, like when I have copped out on not bearing witness the way I should, all the failures of fear are owing to a failure to rejoice in the promises of God and his care for me and his promise to work with me and through me. All my failures of anger, which have probably cost me more than I know, are owing to failures to rejoice in the providence and grace and goodness of God. And all my failures of lust are owing to failures of joy that come through pure-eyed sight of God's all-satisfying glory. And of course, the list could just go on and on. So yes, I am happy. I am happy in God, both because of what I experience of him in his word and in his world, all of it by the Holy Spirit. God is the lodestar of my sky. He's the true north of my life compass. He is the blazing sun at the center of my emotional solar system, and he is the unerasable home setting on the GPS of my 
life, which means that by his grace, when my heart begins to wander toward another competing satisfaction besides God, God has always, it's been 70 years, I pray that he will be faithful. I believe he will be faithful. He has always exerted a Holy Spirit gravitational pull on me that has brought the planets of my life back into their God-treasuring orbits around his glory. So I very much look forward to the day when I will be free, the day when I'm with Jesus, when I will be free from warfare and free from sinning. And I think if you ask me the same question in 50 years, I will answer from heaven a simple yes. Beautiful. Thank you, Pastor John. That's a great question, Tim. Thank you for sending it in to us. And uh, no need to be timid when you ask the questions. Make them sharp and pointed just like Tim did today. The more pointed, the better. Well, we are going to break for the weekend now, and this is my chance to remind you that you can subscribe to our audio feeds and search our episode archive and even reach us by email with your questions. Uh, you can do all that through our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash John. And Monday, a listener wants to know what Paul means when he says that all of our works will be tested by fire. And how can we work now to ensure eternal gain in the end? Another great question. I'm your host, Tony Rangi. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday.